We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to take a sec and answer one of the most commonly asked questions I get asked. Can I come with you? Well, the quick answer is yes. I host two trips a year that are open to you, but these are not your typical group trips. These are intimate adventures that allow you to travel responsibly, connect authentically, and experience a new culture alongside those that call it home. If you're interested in learning more about how you can travel with me or what destinations are on the docket for this coming year, then head to the link in the show notes and join my travel community. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say the most beautiful parts of this world are those we get to connect with. I love the opportunity hosting these trips gives me to share some of those amazing people with some of you in real life. And if you're tuning in for the first time, then I'm so excited to share one of those amazing humans with you right now. Today, I want to introduce you to Justin. Justin and I are here in Mexico in the Sea of Cortez. We are hanging out on the back of the catamaran. Uh, Justin and I met uh, on this trip and he has been uh, an awesome human to hang out with and get to know and uh, just an overall chill, fun dude that uh, has a subpar sense of humor from time to time. No, <laughs> kidding. It's, true. it's only subpar. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, Justin is an awesome guy and I'm super glad to call him a, call him a friend now. We get to be friends now. I think so. Okay, yeah. I, I think we can do that. It's been, yeah. what, like two and a half days? Two and a half days. We had like a long... And then we met Saturday. So we met been, Saturday, it's yeah. It's almost three days now. And then we had like a heck of a shuttle drive to get to where we needed to start this whole journey. They so catfished us, so... Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, though, I'm very excited that he has agreed to sit down and let me share a bit of who he is with you. Likewise. I'm excited. Got duped into this, so here you are. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I have a list of questions I work through with every guest. They're all designed at getting to know you, uh, your experience in life, and your perspective. There is no wrong answers, because it's you. So we'll dive right in and answer as you feel led. Let's go. Okay, cool. First one is, who do you define yourself as? Me? Ow. Oh. I think I could define myself as more of a someone who goes with goes along with a lot of uh, what people offer to me. You know, there's a lot of people that have their own path and they think that their path is the right one. But I kind of feel like the universe kind of gives a path naturally to each person, and a bunch of opportunities present themselves. And if you're given that opportunity and you take it. That's when you kind of have a lot of great uh, experiences in life. Hmm. And so I hate to use the term like free spirit because I feel like it's a little cliche, but I would say if if there's a common term, I would say kind of that would be it. You're a free spirit, not a cliche, a free spirit. Not a cliche, but a free spirit, yeah. I like it. I think that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and you, again, you joined on this last minute adventure pretty last minute. So yeah, I think I that, that kind of fits the fits the self-definition a little bit exactly you kind of throw throw life aside and see what happens i like it it's cool um next one's easier what is your favorite food oh man that's that's an easy one for me it's it's pizza um i grew up outside of chicago so you got Mm. your your deep dish 
Okay. Deep dish is great. Um, there's also, I know that like everybody, there's this fight between New York and Chicago style, but I think that uh, it all depends on on the type of, uh, of experience you want. So your deep dish is kind of your sit down with a fork, eating a pizza, your New York style is like your walking style. And then, and then you got Detroit style. I don't think anybody really gets into this, but I think there's three different great, great styles. Detroit's amazing. Uh, you know, that fatty bread with the toppings on top. It's I'll great. have to get into this then a little bit more. Yeah, well, I mean, there's probably person. more than, then you got your Italian style, but you know, you can also really get into frozen pizza if you really want to, but. You know, it, there's always desperation in a pinch when we need to eat frozen pizza, so. There is, yeah, there's, and there's definitely some good ones out there. And there's mostly trash ones though. All right, so you know we'll have your episode sponsored by the non-trash frozen pizza companies. <laughs> <laughs> like it. Uh, are you reading anything right now? I'm not a big reader. No, I. I don't know. There's been a, a friend of mine gave me his book, but I've been like kind of picking at it, but not really. It's mostly his experience in life and. Sometimes it's applicable, sometimes it's not. So, but it's a good one. It's Fair a good enough. one. And he's really excited about it. So I want to support my friends. Yeah, it's a good but thing to do. In general, no, I don't really read a ton. There's been some ones that I have read. Most recently would be like um, *Man Search for Meaning*. Oh yeah. I, amazing book. Amazing book. Victor Frankel. Yeah. 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 Um, but that was probably oh, five years ago. Okay. But I. Mostly, I'm just a uh, a music person. So, I just, huh. anytime I am driving, it's music. It's fair. Yeah. yeah, I think reading is one of those things. Like, it's a way to absorb information, but not everyone loves to just sit down and tune out to the world with a good book. Oh yeah, no, I I essentially love to tune out to the world when I'm just out in the world, or learn when I'm out in the world. So that's that's kind of how I do things. It's fair. Yeah, that works. What would you say is your greatest fear? I know we talked a little bit about fears the other day. We talked about fears, but but like maybe you that know, was this morning. I think that was this morning. <laughs> I have no idea what day this. No, that was definitely this morning. <laughs> we we're on top of the boat here. Um, no, I mean one of my greatest fears. We were talking about just kind of like physical fears, and I would say heights is one of them. Even though I'm a very tall person, it's uh, you know. Uh, no, it's it's one of those things where. I just don't feel comfortable being high up places. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if I'm on a cliffside and I'm feeling like really secure, then I'm fine. But like jumping off of cliffs, things like that, I just, I, it makes me feel sick. So, it's reasonable. greatest fear in general though, hmm, that's a tough one. That's kind of a tough one because I, I think it changes with the situation, mm -hmm. but Overall, I mean, I think I have like mostly anxiety when it comes to new experiences. So even before coming to Mexico here, I like knew this was going to be a solid experience, but I still felt like a little bit of like butterflies, like what is to be expected. But I think that uncertainty is, is something that's special in, in life. Yeah. I kind of love that, that that's like, oh, that's a thing that I fear. And yet you seem to do that relatively like that's a part of your life oh yeah no i had a, I had a quote on my refrigerator for years uh, a few years back and it said if you can't or what did it say if you think you can't you must mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of cool hmm. so i like that yeah yeah i'm actually used to be really super afraid of being on boats so 
now I make myself do it. It's a real burden, <laughs> as you can tell. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that quote. That's cool. Um, on the other side of that, what would you say that you value the most? I value experiences and people along, like side by side. People number one, experiences number two. But I think if I can have my favorite people alongside of having great experiences and that's my favorite thing of all time and obviously you have all of your favorite people here right now exactly exactly <laughs> and you know if i got a few new friends that i value the most and that's it yeah yeah and you had a you know you had some new dance partners with uh solomon yusuf for sure oh, so yep guys yep. stay tuned for justin's debut on tiktok yeah with yeah, you know, I I came in <laughs> I came into this trip with a private private Instagram account, and that's about it. And that was red flags for some people saying that I was. No, okay, hold on. No, it's not a red flag to have a private Instagram account. It is a red flag that your profile picture is a car. I was in the car, but you can't see you that. Can't tell. Not. Yeah, yeah. All right, you can cast your votes on this one. <laughs> uh, when was the last time you felt joy? I feel joy all the time. I it's it's yeah. I don't know. You can find joy in the little things, and that's what I try mm -hmm. to find. Mm -hmm. I think people look at joy as something that's like a big experience, but for me, it's the little thing. It's the little things, and so if you can find joy in eating a granola bar, like why not? <laughs> it could be the it could be the most mediocre granola bar in the world, but like in that moment, boy, does that taste great! And so I don't know. I just find I find joy in, in the little things in life. I like that. Yeah, as you should. I think it is. It's like when we choose to look for joy in those kinds of things, it makes even the bigger things magnified, but it also helps us to just kind of keep perspective on what we get to appreciate in life. Exactly, yeah. yeah exactly. And then when those big events come, then like you can find even... It, mm -hmm. I feel like it just amplifies it. Absolutely. Yeah, big time. Uh, when was the last time you were afraid and why? Afraid... So let's see here. I mean, it all goes. I've been doing a lot of traveling in the past few years, and I went to Peru for the first time as a as a first time international solo trip. And I've been done. I've done a ton of travel by myself in the United States, but other than that, I hadn't gone outside the country by myself before. And so I did that and was so afraid because not only was I going somewhere that I had no idea what it was going to be like, mm. but I, it was a different language, a different culture, way different place. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I was sitting there on the plane kind of having like a little panic attack. Mm. Like, wow, I, I can't do this. I should probably just return. And then I thought to myself, okay, well, what are the tools do you have? What tools do you have? And I thought to myself, okay, well, you went with your sister to Italy in the summertime. She doesn't know any Italian. I know some Spanish. Got her on, got her on just fine. And then I thought to myself, okay, well, then you also have Google Translate. You have maps. You have, and if you get into real trouble, you could throw, pull out your, your American Express and say, okay, get me a plane and get me out of here. And so all of my fears are kind of... It started there and has just kind of left because of the tools that I have in uh, in your pocket, essentially, that can get you out of situations that might make you afraid. 
Yeah, I know you and I were talking a little bit about this. We were like, there's not really any situations where, like, because of where life and the hard work and, and whatever anyone's opinion about where, you, where you've brought yourself in life to be able to say, like, there's not really any situation that you can't be like, okay, worst case, pull out the American Express or whatever. I mean, that seems silly, yeah. but, like, to be able to say, like, yeah, I can get myself out of it. It might be inconvenient. It might be this, but, like, the worst case really isn't the worst case. No. And, no, not and why not do it and see where it goes? Exactly. You know, I I learned a long time ago that if you ask the question, the worst thing someone can say is no. Mm-hmm. And I learned that when I was parking cars at a restaurant and my brother and I wanted to go see the Utah Jazz play the Chicago Bulls. And, you know, us being Chicago Bulls fans from Chicago, we were trying to find some good tickets. And... I knew a guy had some good tickets. And so he was getting into his Ferrari and I just was like, hey, I have a question for you. Do you happen to have jazz tickets? Cause I'm trying to find some jazz tickets for my brother and I. Love to buy, buy you know, treat him. Uh, I'd love to buy them off of you if, if that's possible. And he just turns to me and he goes, well, which, which game are you looking for? And I was like, well, you know, the jazz playing the bulls. I was like, okay, well, here's my number. Just text me, and I'll bring you the tickets. They're yours. I was like, no, let me pay for them. And he goes, no, 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 my treat. And he goes, do you want to know where my tickets are? I was like, well, where are they? And he goes, well, your feet are on the court. So no way. just by asking people, you can find some really cool experiences yeah. that people are so willing to be, like, offer up yeah. to you. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I'm sure that that felt like a nice treat to your brother, and... It's definitely neat to be able to experience that, and it is. It's. I, I appreciate that your your request was. I'm willing to pay for it. How can I do this? I know that you can bring me the answer that I need, and I'm still willing to do my part in it, and not asking for it. But that the response was yeah. somebody being like, "I really appreciate that, but like, hey, I want to just like bless you in that way because I can." And, exactly. And that's really cool. It's like, well, I'm not using them, so might as well. Yeah. And you know, it's not just the big things that mm-hmm. you get from asking it could be the small things like asking someone in a in a country that you don't know like where should you eat and then sometimes mm. you just get invited into some family's home That's and they, the they 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 cook for you i have it's had so much fun i have had the best meals of my life sometimes like that yeah yeah absolutely i love that a lot that's really cool hmm. would you say that there is a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something Oh, there's been a lot of big moments, a lot of big moments. Um, and I would say the number one was uh, about seven years ago, my my brother passed away unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And him and I were like, you know, PB&J, did everything mm-hmm. together and tri- uh, went on trips and, you know, we were in the same church responsibilities we lived together everything and he had a a seizure disorder that just took him one night and that completely uprooted and flipped my life upside down so then i had to figure out who i was and uh as an individual and then had to heal from his passing and work through all of the things that i think um you know, I had to work through and there was a lot of things that held me back and a lot of things that propelled me to find the answers. But ultimately I 
am a curious person who loves to experience things in life and find new friends and and love um, and just love those experiences and i think that he he taught me those things and and those are the most things that are most precious to me you know there's a lot of a lot of other things that along the way that i learned but i'd say the biggest thing is just to enjoy the journey yeah because we're not here forever mm -hmm. and you never know what can take us in any moment why wait until you're 50 60 years old to then start traveling and enjoying life mm. when right now is the best time you know we just got back from a hike on top of a ridge and i don't think my parents would be able to do that hmm. so <laughs> they're just not in physic the physical shape that i'm in yeah yeah it is it's hard to think that so often we're told like you know you're working towards retirement or you're working towards enjoying something in the future and then sometimes it's too late or sometimes we never get to that future and definitely i think as horrible as losses and i'm sorry you've experienced that and somebody so close to you i think it's in a way we lose so much and we gain so much as well oh from yeah. understanding so personally how short life really is it really is you know and he's not the only one that's uh been that example because mm. there's been plenty of other people in my life that mm. very quickly have gone mm -hmm. um, for diseases or accidents mm. things like that and so I don't know for anybody listening just start living now mm. yeah because money much. comes and goes and is most most abundant in life mm. but our time and the people that we're with those are the real treasures that mm. you can't just hold on to forever yeah very much so yeah, I, I completely agree with that and very much understand. And I think so often when we experience things like that, there's two ways people take it. They take it the way that you have and they say, okay, yeah, I'm going to live. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's also taken in ways that people shut down and they feel they don't know how to move forward. And I think what you're sharing, yeah, like you said, for anybody listening, like move forward, move live forward. life. I mean, it doesn't. You don't have to go through big traumatic experiences, no. but just find, like we were just saying, find the little joys. Earlier, mm -hmm. we were just talking about that. Find the little joys in everything. It doesn't have to be a massive, big trip, week trip to Mexico on a on a catamaran. Yeah. Um, it Though could, that doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> it could just be taking a nice drive uh, up to your favorite spot and having a mm -hmm. picnic or a hammock, and just loving whatever you can have access to in a daily yeah. basis. Mm -hmm. No, I love that a lot. Mm, completely agree all right so you did share that you have known me for about two and a half days now yep um but what is something you think you and i have in common i think we have uh same sense of humor and maybe <laughs> a little dry a little dry <laughs> also tolerances for some uh for i don't know craziness we, we we kind of like have fun and then we like chill but then I think there's been a few people on our trip that have just been go 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 yeah. go party here we go <laughs> and so um yeah i think that's i think we have those in common i can agree with that yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> it's nice to have the uh the mutual uh understanding of the things. mutual visual eye contact understanding of some of the amusing things that have and haven't happened <laughs> um what is something you're looking forward to Oh, I've been working towards being independent in work, uh, working on my own business, and uh, which is car brokering, and continuing to be able to travel and 
just enjoy everything. <laughs> so that's and I'm, you know, as we speak, we're I'm out of we're out of cell phone service and completely. I passed off a <laughs> a, a car deal to. A, uh, my business partner of mine and and he and he's working it and I think it's been kind of difficult and uh, but hopefully once we get back into cell phone service I'll have a, a text message from him saying everything's worked out and it's gone through and you have a hefty deposit coming your way and I hope you enjoyed your last few days <laughs> I sure hope so I owe yeah. him big time I might have to send him a big gift That's so. fair enough yeah we are we are out here on the Sea of Cortez with zero cell phone service and for some of it, us we're very okay with that and for some of us it's been very entertaining to watch them struggle <laughs> they've been running around the boat with their phones up in the air <laughs> just trying to get a signal when they're yeah. like oh i've got two bars and then it goes away ah but it's, it's been entertaining we'll share more of that with you guys maybe <laughs> even share them with you if we get a chance <laughs> but yeah fair enough i like that i like looking forward to and getting to look forward to what you do I think it's so often like a question I never ask people because I think it's such a common question to say like, oh, what do you do? Because we can tend to define ourselves by that. Yeah. But I think it's cool to be in a place where you're like, I'm looking forward to seeing where what I do has allowed me to do what I love and, That's and that exactly. growing. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's it's going to afford me the freedom and the time to do exactly what I would like to do. And that's, I think that's the best thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had, I've had some jobs where I'm, stuck in an office or at my home office and oh boy sometimes i just can't even deal with it want to get away you have to do your midday walks multiple times multiple midday walks that's yeah. how the midday works there's more to more than one midday point there's more than one <laughs> midday you have one at like 10 a.m and one at like 2 p.m and you just go on a, a nice 20 minute walk in between meetings and you yeah decompress yeah, freedom is, it's so relative, but it's cool to see it heading in that direction even more and more so. I hope so. I yeah. really hope so. You I know, think so. Putting in the effort, yeah, I, a lot of the most successful people I've known, it's all about finding the opportunity, taking the risk, and seeing if you succeed or you don't. And if you don't succeed, then you try it again. Yeah. Try a different venture. Unwillingness to accept failure. <laughs> yeah. Stubborn or successful. Maybe they're the same thing. <laughs> I think they might be. They might be. Um, on the other end of that, is there anything you wish was over already or maybe didn't exist in the world today? Didn't exist in the world. Like, that's a tough one to, like, mm. really unpack because there's so many things that I wish didn't exist in the world. Um, one thing that's super near and dear to my heart and what I did for many years was work at eliminating or at least, at least trying to alleviate hunger in the world. Hmm. And I think if, if we can help with that, it doesn't have to be a big, massive thing. It could be making sandwiches and taking them down to people who are in need or looking for opportunities to help in your, in your community. Um, that can really make a big impact. You know, the organization that I that I worked for, I would travel the country running meal packing events where you'd get volunteers to package shelf-stable meals and we'd ship them anywhere. And I think at the at the beginning of, of this organization's uh, life, they were focused on sending food overseas. And it was, oh, there's so many people overseas that 
that need food. And they're based in Orlando, uh, the outskirts of Orlando. And they were like, oh, let's, let's ship to Haiti. Let's go and ship to, I don't know, Africa, somewhere over there. And, and they were like, let's, let's just make sure that people are fed. But then there was, a, I think, a 2020 special. And the presenter was talking to a group of children who were from that very area in Orlando who were going home hungry they didn't have they were provided breakfast and lunch at at school under programs and then at dinner they didn't have anything to eat and so when the founder heard that they kind of didn't fully turn to only domestic but opened up opened up that those opportunities because some of the some people who really need the most help could be your next door neighbors or people that are across the street or down the street from you. Mm-hmm. You never know what sort of trouble or you know how many issues they have when it comes to money or maybe they're only paying for the roof over their head and barely anything more. Mm-hmm. And so you have to think about who around you you could help. And so I think that's something that I would love to hopefully, if possible, eliminate in our lifetime because there's enough food to feed i think i think the stats are we used to say this all the time where we had enough food in the world to feed every single person i think it was 2500 calories a day there's enough food produced for that but there's excess in in certain areas of the world and there's a lot of waste yeah no it's I mean, there's so much in what you share there, just like of, yeah, our world without that, a world without hunger would be an incredible place just for so many reasons. People can think of something further when they're not worrying about a basic survival need, Um, but also just how you shared, like, it's great and we should when we have that access to reach a hand further than our neighborhood and further than our home to help who we can but to also understand that there are times when often that person in need is our neighbor and is mm-hmm. our neighborhood. And so yeah. having a, an understanding of both, I really appreciate your... And it's not necessarily just like, you know, hunger. It's just food insecurity. Mm. You know, there are places in urban districts or rural areas that don't have access to food. Mm-hmm. So it's... it's a yeah. Oh. Yeah, it, it's a it's a very real thing and it's not a very real thing and only in certain countries it's a very real thing and I think pretty much many parts of the world Mm -hmm. more prevalent in some but yeah I'd throw my vote in for that being gone from the world I like it it's because (laughs) I think if you can eliminate that then like you were saying it can really you don't have to worry about the basic necessity of having food in your stomach and you can focus on maybe a different aspect of your life and uh, and I think everybody would be better off. Yeah. With a full stomach, I think everybody would be. I agree. Especially as a, somebody who likes to feed people and cook and eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What would you say makes you feel known and valued? I think a lot of times people see me as someone who's willing to help, and I put a lot of my own personal value in that mm-hmm. because I do enjoy helping others get themselves into a better place Uh, it could just be if (laughs) they need someone to help them move or someone who just wants to hang out uh, have a have a chat watch a movie but typically I will put my own life aside 
pretty quickly if people need help. Uh, you know, especially on, like on on this boat trip we're on. Mm-hmm. I'm not someone that's just gonna sit back. Oh, we'll let everybody else do the work. No, I'm I'm the first one up. Okay, let's yeah. pull the anchor. Let's put yeah. the anchor down. Let's. Oh, we're putting the sails up. What do I need to do here? Doing dishes. Doing dishes. Helping people cook. Exactly. Yeah. You know, very much. I, I like serving people, and especially when it comes to cooking, like you mentioned, I do like making food for other people. You do. I do not like making food for myself. <laughs> I will if I it's just me I'm single like I'm living I I only have to worry about myself when it comes to food I will half the time go out to eat (laughs) because I don't want to cook for myself I will spend two hours in the in the kitchen for other people but for me no I feel like sometimes that can be common where it's like when it's us we're like is it really worth the effort but when it's other people you're like okay somebody's gonna appreciate it and I think that is like I don't know in a weird way it's like a little metaphor about life like when we know other people will appreciate it we put more effort in and we know it's just us sometimes we forget that we're also worth it but in food it's like yeah eating out's easier <laughs> go grab a, a burger from mcdonald's yeah and it's uh, i'm fine i mean it doesn't need to go that low you can grab something else <laughs> don't don't be knocking on my macdies uh, yeah can't get on board with that one oh, come on a quarter pounder Oof. <laughs> it's great just great fair so i know you um you said you did mention that you kind of grew up in the chicago area and are based out of utah right now but where do you call home and what makes it home to you home for me and that's uh i'd say a little touchy at the moment because i just spent about two weeks back in my home which was outside of chicago my family has been on the same property for 150 years and uh, you know my father grew up across the field from where I grew my family my brothers and sisters and my family grew up and then my grandpa grew up in the home that I grew up in and then my great-grandpa uh, also grew up in that fa- that same farmhouse as well as uh, my great-great-grandparents bought the property back in the day and so I felt a kinship to that uh, that property because it was just where I grew up and so many other people in my ancestry grew up as well but we would also go camping every other weekend there's a river running through that property and and we'd camp there every other weekend it was so much fun I had friends come all over call them up hey we're just camping by the river if you want to come by come camping and it would be so much fun but I would say that property just outside of Chicago is where I'd consider home and I just spent two weeks there cleaning up the last bit of it before we sell it Mm. for good and because everybody else is everybody's pretty much moved out of Illinois and it's a bittersweet moment but you can't hold on to things forever and we're gonna look forward to new opportunities so I guess home is uh in the future tbd we'll see fair enough yeah like you said it's like a bittersweet it's like okay there's a moving on but like the memories that you have there and whatnot it, they uh they don't go away <laughs> we just they don't they're there forever yusuf here is walking by opening beer cans with his teeth or beer bottles i should say yeah <laughs> he is very entertaining what is something you wish you didn't struggle with 
Um, one thing I wish I didn't struggle with is hitting my head. I was face. literally like, as soon as you started check leg, I was like, if he says not walking into things, this boat is actually like a little prejudice against you. <laughs> Everything. So uh, for the people who can't see you right now. I'm six foot six. Okay. Pretty, pretty, pretty tall. tall. Um, I keep hitting my head on things mm -hmm. in this boat. Mm -hmm. I have to duck constantly. <laughs> and some other of uh, other people in our, in our party have just instinctively started ducking where I duck. <laughs> Gemma. Gemma. <laughs> just peeked his head out. <laughs> yeah. Even though he doesn't need to. Yeah. It's and just like when you see somebody like jump because they're afraid of something, then everyone around them also starts to jump because they're like, oh wait, what, what happened? And it's just like we respond to the people around us. So... You've created a, a need for everybody to duck their head. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no. So, I don't know. I've, <laughs> I've been recently, I think I've been recognizing how much of a struggle being my height is. Yeah. I always complain about being short, but I, I think, yeah, you're at a disadvantage in your position in, um, in a different way. Exactly. You have to you have to think about the 14-hour flights. Yeah. From, I just took one recently from Sydney to Los Angeles. Yeah. Oh, that one was a really, really rough one in in economy. Fair enough. But no, I think I think that physical, uh, you know, struggle. But other than that, I don't know. There's I'm turning 33 next month, and I am starting to feel the age. So I wish I would still feel in spry and everything. It's hiking in in the Alps and. After four hours of hiking, I finally start the descent. I'm being super careful, and my knee just decides, nope, we're, we're done now. We're done now. We've had enough. We've had enough. Uh, and then even before then, I was I was diving, uh, scuba diving, and my knee, my other knee, <laughs> previously, so it was my left knee diving, just decides to give out. My right knee hiking decides to give out, and just start hurting. Got stop no, living so much. Seriously. <laughs> I don't know what I, I was trying to be careful too, so I don't really know why. Yeah, it happens. No, well, I'm as somebody who has arrived and lived through a lot of 33 already. I can tell you, it seems to be okay, but yeah, the injuries are a real life thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are no joke. Everything just starts to become more and more. Uh, what's the word? Deteriorated uh, tense. or tense, tense. That works too. Like yeah. Back too. Oh, geez. Yeah. Got to start stretching more. Yeah. Oh, life, you worked out with lesson. me here on the deck of the boat. That was a pretty good workout. The, yeah. That was a pretty good workout. It's a we little movement. Some circuits. Mm -hmm. Tried to do some modifications. We used our gallons of water for yep. weight. And then a little swim to shore, which you joined for a quarter of. Yeah. That was more than a quarter. That was more like than half. Half, half, yeah. We met you half. We met, half, met, we halfway. met you halfway. Dear and, then, and I. And then, and then yeah. we had to hurry up a little bit because of the jellyfish. So. Yeah, we're a little stung. But it's fine. We're alive. Yeah. What is something you used to struggle with but don't anymore or have grown in? I think I was, I'm usually pretty outgoing, but I think I used to struggle with just initiating things, hmm. like initiating conversation, even though I'm pretty outgoing and pretty, um, oh, uh, what's the word? Where someone's outgoing and not extroverted. Extroverted, yeah, no. I'm pretty extroverted. And I think I start struggling saying hi to people. And so I've started practicing that. I think, I can't remember who said it. It might've been Gary Vee. 
and I think this is one of the best things he's ever said. But he said, the hardest thing to say to someone is, hi, my name is. Hmm. Because it's you don't know how they're going to react. You don't know hmm. what's going to happen moving forward. But just that initial, like, going up and saying, hi, my name is, mm -hmm. is the one of the hardest things you can do. Mm -hmm. But one of the most rewarding things as well, when I was in Peru, I was uh, staying in Cusco, and I was at this hostel. And it was my first solo trip, mind you. And I was trying to, there were these two girls that looked like they were gonna go on a hike. But I was like, oh, I, I, I wanna ask them, but I don't know. What if they say no? What if they say, yeah, I don't know. I just don't wanna feel the rejection. And then it's awkward afterwards at the hostel. And so I just was like, you know what, here we go. So I walked up and I was like, hi, my name is Justin. I see you guys are going on a hike. I mean, are you guys going on a hike today? And they're like, yeah. I was like, do you mind if I join you? I'm like, yeah, let's go. And so I think that was one of the hardest things that I've been trying to get over, hmm. even though I'm pretty extroverted. Yeah, I mean, like you said, like reward, you brought up reward and rejection. And I think those two are often extremely closely related. Mm -hmm. Where what we get, like the reward we get on the other side of something that can give us rejection, like that fear in there. It's like, yeah, we might be extroverted and easy to talk to people, but going up to somebody, like it opens up where they can say no. It opens up where we can feel like, oh, we're not worth it or I'm not wanted or, you know, maybe it's me when in reality, like they don't know us, so it doesn't matter. But that opportunity to be rejected also has the greatest opportunity for the biggest reward. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, well, you've definitely from this point of view seem to be growing a lot in that area <laughs> but I mean I you, know, you only had to say hi my name is seven other times on this mm -hmm. trip well so. it's mostly forced on this one because we're gonna yeah. get on a boat together right so we only had to say it once and now you didn't have a choice so <laughs> <laughs> we can't really get away in bar and like you know bar settings or restaurant settings it's a little bit more fair difficult yeah uh, somebody can glare yeah. at you from across the bar <laughs> exactly <laughs> they don't like you <laughs> here it just yeah. Got to endure like another hour there. There's only so many feet you can walk away in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is something you are confident in helping someone else through or with? Through or with? I don't know. I feel pretty... I don't think I'm especially confident in one area. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty competent in lots of areas. I wouldn't say I'm an expert in anything, but I'm... And uh, I don't know maybe a little bit more than inter I'd say intermediate in a lot of things. And so I, when it comes to helping people, I, I think I have a little bit of everything. I don't know. That's, I, I don't really have like a pinpoint where I'm like, I'm an expert at one thing. I don't think I've ever been an expert at anything, but I don't know. Typically people come and ask me for car help and that's about it. What it is. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Since that is your, your line of work. Yeah. The procurer of, fancy things on four wheels mm -hmm. yeah very fancy if you're listening and you need something fancy on four wheels i got a guy for you yep he can find you whatever you want in the world literally anything. just hope you got a lot of money to do it yeah yeah <laughs> if you want an 80 million dollar ferrari can be done can be done can't help with the 80 million dollars but can find you the ferrari yep okay i know where they are <laughs> can get them all right, well, that's a nice bleed into this one. <laughs> uh, if, if I were to give you $10,000 and you have two weeks to spend it, you can't give it away. What are you going to do with it? Oh, I'd probably upgrade some of my tech. 
Actually, let me think. I've got a good computer, camera-wise. I don't really know. I'd probably sink all of that into uh, building up. I have a Toyota 4Runner that I absolutely love. Probably sink it all into that, making upgrading it to what it should be, and uh, and you know taking it out into Moab and Southern Utah and spending a little bit more time close by home and enjoying that because although I have spent a, a decent amount of time doing that, I'd like to do it more and maybe get a little bit more lost in the middle of nowhere and be able to get out and be able to get back. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. The upgrades would help with that. The upgrades would help with that. A little bit more self-sustainable in the middle of nowhere, but fair enough. Yeah, I'd say that. Nice. And maybe I don't know. No, I would say that's that's probably what I'd spend my money on. So if you guys remember, um, back in December, if you've been listening to the podcast for a bit, you would have met Jake. Jake is actually Justin's roommate, mm-hmm. and uh, had a relatively similar answer. So you guys must <laughs> get along. We do get along. Pump he- the car up and uh, head out to Moab. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He does it more often than I do. Yeah. I typically am like, I'm going to hop on a plane and go somewhere. But he's more of the type that's like, let's pack up the car and go somewhere. Yeah. It's cool. No, I like that. Is there anything you wish you could say to somebody you love, but don't feel like they're maybe in a place that they're ready to receive it for the part you intended or would hear it the way you want them to? And don't tell me who, if so. (laughs) (sighs) I don't. Oh, that one's a tough one. I guess I don't know if there's anything I would want to say specifically, but like if I could, if they could just know that I am someone that they can come to and trust, mm-hmm. then that's the most important thing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For people to know that you're accessible, and if there's somebody in your life that maybe is unsure of that, to let them know that that's sincere yeah I think it's the sincerity part part of it and I would love for them to be open to to that yeah there's it's not necessarily one thing but mm-hmm. no it's kind of cool to have feeling it. in a feeling yeah. in a trust yeah I think that's something a lot of us can appreciate and relate to for sure yeah hmm. on the other side of that is there anything you wish you could or is there anything that would be hard for you to hear about yourself from somebody you love not necessarily i'm pretty open to the criticisms <laughs> i think we were talking about this we were talking about dating <laughs> early, <laughs> and i said liana if there's anything you see on me about me that i need to change you better tell me he's like can you let me know what my flaws are <laughs> and i was like you know we'll just take a, a a group poll at the end of the week so i'm happy to work on myself so <laughs> i'm not super i mean it uh, you know, I love communication, and so if, mm-hmm. if, if, if people are open to conversation or, um, mm-hmm. like, having conversations like that, mm-hmm. it's more of like a, I care about you, and these are the things that I see that you need to change. Yeah. Then I'm okay with that. Yeah. But if it's, but if it's someone that tries to use those same things to hurt you yeah. or to make you seem less than, mm-hmm. then I'm not okay with that. Yeah, I don't think any of us are, for sure. Yeah. Totally understand that. The same information and the same conversation can either build or break a relationship. Yeah, yeah, and someone being trusted with that information either, like you said, it either builds that relationship or it destroys it. Yeah. So, yeah, I value that a lot. What would you say makes you feel at peace? 
knowing that I have done everything that I can in my power, I don't know. I, I it seems kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe that's not what it is. It could be. I just, I just like we going back to it. The small little joys, and I think if you can sit back and just let the world go by, then that's the best part. I, I don't know. Maybe not, I'm not explaining this right. One of my favorite things to do in, in nature and even just anywhere else is to sit back and feel your senses. Because, you know, we're on this boat, the back of this boat here, and, you know, we're sitting here, you're hearing the the dinghy bumping around in, <laughs> in the, the waves. You're feeling the, the other waves, you know, you know, keeping this catamaran going back and forth in a nice rocking manner. And then you're hearing the wind off in the distance. You're seeing the mountains and, and the, the gradient. That's my favorite thing in nature, by the way, the gradient in the mountains. Love that. Um, and this nice turquoise-ish water. Uh, just if you can sit back and, and sense everything, then that's my favorite thing and that's what brings me joy and that's what brings me peace i like that yeah presence being exactly yeah that is yeah. being in the moment yeah and being feeling everything and letting your your life and everything be in touch with it oh yeah yeah for sure would you say life feels steady or uncertain for you right now steadily uncertain <laughs> yep definitely that's how it feels i like it <laughs> but i think that's what keeps my life fresh and fun <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so this is my loaded question. Yeah. It's always got to be one. Um, if you were to say anything to the opposite sex that maybe they normally don't receive well coming from you as a man, whether it's a compliment or criticism, uh, something you wish they knew about men in general, something you wish they knew about themselves, what would you share? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Oh geez, there's so many things. There's so many things that I would love to say, but I would say when it comes to well, okay, coming from a single person's perspective and dating, and that's usually what's what's on my mind when I'm like, I want to tell girls something, mm -hmm. tell women something, um, is that we just need to communicate better <laughs> because it really sucks. Like, it really sucks. You know, I think the most recent person that told me that, that we weren't going to work out, it, it just was down to, like, one or two sentences, and that's it. No other explanation, no nothing else. But also, why can't we just express our intentions? Because when, <laughs> when I express my intentions, it scares people off sometimes because it's like, oh... He actually, ooh, he wants to date me, but it's like, why can't that be a positive thing too? Like people, it's like people say they want people to know what they want, but then when they do, they don't know what to do with it. Exactly. Yeah. So. That's fair. Can we just communicate better? That's All right, it. better communication. Just, I, I just open communication. Let's, let's just talk it out. Fair enough. I, that's all I want. I like it. I mean, as someone who has been in a relationship for a long time, there's something that him and I both say is that like communication is the most important thing. Like talk to each other about everything it's like how are you supposed to 
be two individual separate people living a life together if you don't talk about it. Exactly. How do you, you can't read people's minds. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people get in trouble with in mm -hmm. relationships. Trying to make assumptions. Trying to make assumptions and yeah. trying to read people. It's like mm -hmm. when someone says they're hungry, they're hungry, then go feed them, right? <laughs> yeah. But don't Fair. say I'm hungry, but oh, I don't want to eat though. Yeah. Well, that one, you're never going to get through that answer. That one's going to keep coming up. I, or, uh, I don't know what I want. Where, 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 where should we eat? I don't know. Oh, no, no. You can't ask that. I was joking. Should we go to Chick-fil-A? No. I was joking with uh, Chema earlier. I said, I said, I heard this. I heard this guy. He says, maybe it was like a comedian or something, something online. And he was like, I always say to my girlfriend, guess where we're going to eat? And he goes, the first place she says, I go, Yes. That's exactly where we're going. He that's goes, a really that's, good thing. That's what he said, too. He's Ooh. like, yeah, because they're like, he's, it's true. You ask girls, and they're like, oh, I'm fine with anything. And then they, how about this? Well, that doesn't really sound good. And it's like, well, then you're not fine with anything. Just tell me what you want. <laughs> but they don't know. But then. You, but I know. I like the joke. I mean, I, I like the, I kind of like not it. A, it's, I don't it's think like it's a joke. It's like I a it's solution, maybe. It's totally a solution. Yeah. I'll try that next Just time. Just dupe us. We don't know what we want to eat. I mean, we know what we don't want, but sometimes we don't know what we do want to eat. Food's a dangerous subject. Super dangerous. <laughs> That's why I go for pizza. Yeah, fair enough. It's not that dangerous. So I don't know how you feel about public speaking, but we'll pretend that part's irrelevant either yep. way. But uh, if you were to have a large audience before you and you were to leave them with a bit of a life, uh, a bit of advice, I can't talk, a bit of advice, life lesson, or um, a word of encouragement, your your TED talk, if you will, what would you share? Well, I've, I think we've already shared it here too. It's the living your life hmm. every minute because, you know, you never know if the next minute's going to be taken from you. Mm -hmm. And so don't hold yourself back. You know, I'd probably have to have go in a very eloquent way, explain it, have a nice analogy or a story. But otherwise. I think you gave me a, a that. Yeah. Well, you gave me a real life story. That is why, a real life story. Of why, yeah. That's yeah, real life. I think that's, yeah. But otherwise, I think that's exactly what I'd want to talk about because that's that's my life's work right now is just mm -hmm. living every day the way that you want to live it mm -hmm. and what's best for you and, and the people around you mm -hmm. and not necessarily what's best what other people tell you mm -hmm. because when people say you should be doing this and should be doing that I just I think it's kind of funny when people say <laughs> I say like just don't should all over me <laughs> because I don't whatever you say is best for me is not best for me or is not necessarily what's actually best for me. Yeah, I like it. All right, stop shooting all over everybody. <laughs> I don't do that. Uh, no. I said, let's do this. It'd yeah. be fun. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, what is something you wish people knew about your culture, however you would define that? Midwesterners were deeply simple. So that's probably what it is. <laughs> I like it. We don't need things that are that crazy. Okay. Give me give me a ham sandwich and I'd be pretty happy. Or some meatloaf and potatoes. <laughs> so from the Midwest the the you know, of the United States, it's it's we're just simple people. Mm hmm That's all it is. Well, you do seem pretty like easygoing. Yep. Not too high maintenance and you can tell who's high maintenance pretty quickly when you spend time on a boat and so far you're you're not hitting that so i'm yeah. pretty specific in some things though yeah i do i do have preferences mm -hmm. but i wouldn't necessarily call that high maintenance no no there's a difference i for typically sure. have like the same clothes that i wear is yeah. all the same mm -hmm. things like that and yeah but otherwise i wouldn't call myself high maintenance where i have to have all of these things yeah in order to be okay for sure 
I'm pretty much a minimalist, though. Oh, that works. Is there anything that you love? What is something you love most about your culture? I think the inclusiveness. Hmm. I think there's a lot of people that just are... Come on over, have a... Have a hamburger, hot dog, and a beer, and we'll just hang out. That's all it is. There's there's no need to have uh, a big plan. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are like, well, what are we doing tonight? Well, oh, dinner, and then what? What else mm-hmm. are we doing? Mm-hmm. And uh, But I think because <laughs> we can just sit around and uh, cook a few hamburgers and enjoy each other's company, that's all, it's ma- that's all that matters. Just exist together. Just exist, yeah. I like it. Is there anything about your culture that you're not so proud of? Mm, not necessarily. I think we're just kind of farmers and whatnot. That's <laughs> that's my back. That's my family's background is farming. So, it's just we're feeding people, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's not something to feel down on in any regard. We all need that. No. Yeah. yeah. We do. It's cool. Yeah. Do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. So I just, I'm doing the best that I can every single day. And that's, I think that's all that we can ask is, is that, you know, I can't, I can't tell you what I am going to do. I uh, typically, whenever I'm planning something mm-hmm. or I have goals for something, I've never had them really work out. <laughs> and so I guess my purpose in life is to go through life and in, and do what I can to help others as well as enjoy my life. Seems a seems a reasonable path to be on. Yeah. I'd hope so. Yeah. I but like it. I think generally I'm doing okay and I don't really It's been my experience this far. Hopefully I'm hopefully I'm fulfilling a, a purpose. Everybody is. If not, then it's alright, I guess. I think I think you're definitely fulfilling a purpose. I think we all we all fulfill a purpose. It's just whether we let it be the one we were put here for <laughs> or something else. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you do, um, but I don't think you do, as we're spending time on a boat in a lot of swimsuits. But do you have a favorite tattoo, <laughs> and if so, why? <laughs> I have no tattoos, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I have zero tattoos, but I do have a skin condition called vitiligo so i have patches of no pigment so you could call those tattoos they kind of look cool they kind of look like tattoos you started to say they kind of look cool they do kind of look cool they do they look pretty cool they do look pretty cool yeah it's actually something that you don't really realize until you point it out yeah your hands and got on my wrists feet yeah joints usually i think i have one on my elbow yeah yep it's there too so but yeah yeah, that's my tattoos, I guess. Natural. Natural tattoos. All yeah. natural. <laughs> um, what is something you have accomplished that you are really proud of? Oh, yeah. I've got one that's actually kind of cool. I used to travel for work with this nonprofit that I worked for. And I got so close. And I finally, I think it was a year or two ago. No, it was 2020, 2021, I think. I finally hit all 50 states. Which is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, I, I visited all 50 U.S. states. So, and I think countries-wise, when I hit that, I think I might have been at 
Oh, two or three, maybe four. But other than that, now, now I'm, now I'm countries-wise. Since then, I'm about fifteen or sixteen. We're starting to bump it up more and more. And yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot more coming along. Nice. Stay tuned. That's cool. So neat you've been to all like every kind of corner of your home country. Yep, I have. Yeah. I have. Quite a big, quite if, a big and spot. And if you want to go to the U.S., Alaska is one of my favorite places. Northwest, Washington, Oregon. Let's yeah. see here. And you can stay away from Idaho. It's not only much going for, It's on. only for the locals. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, and then Northeast, though, that's a great spot. Okay. Love the Northeast. All right. Good to know. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Justin, I know we are not even halfway into our week-long sea expedition here on search for all the marine life we can find. Hopefully we see them all. Hopefully we see them all. Trying to find some orcas. Trying really hard. Some mobile rays. Some mobile rays. We've already had some dolphins. Tons uh, of dolphins. Some sea lions. We're going to see more dolphins. I yes. promise you. Uh, yeah. Sli- slightly sad moment there. Yeah. Took some photos uh, of the dolphins in the sun jumping through sunset rays and then had no memory card in my camera so every time that she has her camera out i always ask her is there an sd card in there yeah so my moment of failure for the week so that's not what i'm proud of but we're going to find we're gonna it's gonna we're gonna it'll it's gonna gonna come back yeah for sure it'll happen definitely but yeah we've got Positive uh, positive vibes and we have some time for for even more memories and i'm excited for that and um I'm just really grateful to get to know you and yeah, call you a friend. And Seriously. Got new friends all the time. Yeah. I love it. I'm enjoying it. But I think this one's going to continue. I think we have yeah. probably more boat yeah. trips in the future going to yes. happen. Yeah. I think you're going to be definitely joining us in, yeah. the, in the December situation for oh, yeah. sure. Should Guilting you in, tricking you in. Definitely. You're going to want to be there. <laughs> I need to. I need to. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, I know I'm super grateful to, to get to know you, get to have time with you and uh and the honor of getting to share a little bit of you with everybody else here but uh thanks for the opportunity yeah is there anything else that you want others to know about who you are or what matters to you no not necessarily not necessarily just uh enjoy life everyone that's all it is right enjoy life's, your life. life's meaning to, uh we're here to enjoy it i think one person said here that you can only you're oh it's on our hike you're born naked and you leave naked so you can't really take anything else with you Fair enough. (laughs) Well, we'll be taking a lot of memories with us on this one, though, for sure. Exactly. Well, thank you very much for joining me on this one. My pleasure. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.